We are back. <laughs> oh, perfect timing. <laughs> For the SchmitzCon show. Uh, yes. We have no artificial intelligence intro today. Quite we ironically. We have organic intelligence today. Organic intelligence, ironically. ironic, yes. Because today's topic is, of course, technology. So, today's technology is going to be used by us, which we are using currently Rode microphones. Yeah. And a Zoom mixer and a Google Chromebook. You know what's always occurred to me as kind of strange is, you know the definition of technology? What is the definition of technology? So I don't have it, obviously. I don't <laughs> head, but I know it doesn't, you don't have to think of electronics to be technology. Technology True. is going to be something that helps you ultimately get a task complete, I would believe. Yeah. Uh, let me pull up, uh, make small talk. Make small talk. Well, today I would like to just say it is season two, episode 12. Um, and... This is going to probably be called Technology Part 2. There is not something called Technology Part 1. It is actually our original technology episode. It's called The Future Seems Scary. So if you haven't listened to that, uh, if you have not it been around... It is a around, good prerequisite. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead, uh, take a dive deep into Schmitzcon show episode archive. Yeah, so for the so today's episode is actually going to be the post requisite. So sure. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's a word. That's a curiosity, kind of a bit of curiosity. I have. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so technology uh, in one definition is I'm going to say the most bland way I can. Yeah, the application of scientific knowledge to the practical aims of human life. So uh, what that might mean is, let's say, just something that's going to help your uh, life become a little bit easier. Application of scientific knowledge. Okay. So That's, your... Um, okay, let's think of an example. Technology. Is a shovel technology. Are we just going to get into... Are we going to give them an intro song? Uh, no. Coming in live from the SchmitzCon Show studio. That's right. Today we are doing a podcast. I do want to ask my next question. Do you have another question for me? Just not what's your favorite color. It's kind of a hard question. What we just talked about is very conversation. <laughs> I don't know, that's a pretty good example. <laughs> I do not know any scientific answer to. There's your disclaimer, but I can speculate. We are not gods. We don't aim to be the best. We aim to be extremely mediocre. Yeah. Spontaneity. So the shovel. What were you saying about the shovel? Shovel. Is a shovel technology? The shovel is technology because back in the day, uh, before shovels, uh, would be a miserable time to live if you had to dig holes. But also you you would have to use your hands as a shovel. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty like well-known like, oh, okay, so I want to dig a hole. What's the easiest way I can get to do that? Obviously, if I do it with my bare hands and don't develop anything, it's going to take forever. So we as people are smart and try and find ways to do things and make life a little easier. What's the word they use? Practical? Yeah. Practical solutions. Practical technology. So with that being said, we probably won't be discussing as much on maybe a less elect. It, it will be a little bit more electric, electronics based in my okay. mind I've thought about. That's typical. However, I think it it's pretty interesting to me that uh, technology doesn't necessarily have to do that. And yeah. I think that's because in the modern day, the amount, when you immediately think of technology, uh, just an example, what do you think of? Phones, computers, VR. What AI. do those all have in common? Electric, sonics, electronics. 
Yeah, and internet based. And yep, internet based and and yeah, the more modern elements per se. Although is a shovel not modern? Well, we have modern interpretations, I bet. Okay. However, it's mostly, I'm trying to think of the modern point of view of technology has to do with electronics and engineering. Whereas, let's say 300 years ago, I do wonder what technology would mean to someone. Mm, Yeah, because technology isn't necessarily a new word, or is it? Uh, I don't know how far back that word actually goes. However, I'm sure it has some meaning back then. Yes. So in terms of technology, would you like to kick us off? I would like to uh, kick us off. Wrong. You would love to kick you off. Yeah. Off a cliff. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly where my mind went. What technology can help me do that better? First one that comes to your mind, go now. Do it. So the first one that comes to my mind is, can technology like go too far? Can technology overtake where... where uh, can it become a burden over assistance? I think about printers. Um, printers are a burden. We need to get rid of them <laughs> now. Yeah. Like, they are meant to be useful and print stuff, but they don't ever. Use QR codes. And they always need... And send them to each other. They always need red ink, even though I'm trying to print a black and white document. <laughs> is this your... Uh, is this the griping <laughs> podcast? <laughs> Sure. (laughs) Yeah, printers are a scourge and need to be made either better or eliminated entirely. Yes. The other um the other example I think of is uh phone addiction. Uh you could also listen to that episode of the SchmitzCon show if you're one of our new million listeners. Right. So we did recently surpass <laughs> 1 million subscribers, listeners to the show. So thank, thank you. you for all that. Yes. And to modern technology, thank you for getting the word out um, and listening to, I mean, yeah, getting the word out. So in theory, that should mean we have, what? How? what's our percentage of German listeners? <laughs> Seven. Seven percent. So we should have, what's that, 70,000? 70, 70,000. Or maybe it's just one still. Maybe our population spread elsewhere, like Sweden. I don't know. Mm, interesting. <laughs> so 70,000 German listeners. I'm going to go with that. All right. Yeah. If you're one of them, please send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Germans. We want to hear German listener. <laughs> we really do. Meme. We really do. Um, what technology do you like to use? Oh, a spontaneous, spontaneous question. Spontaneous question. Yeah. What technology do I like to use? I really like using a label printer. Oh. And the only reason I say that is because I got one recently at my desk and it is glorious. Yeah. It's an amazing, it's like a thermal label printer Mm. to print like barcodes and things. I don't do it very often. Yeah. But it makes makes life so much easier to reprint barcodes. I don't know what it is. So when I worked in retail clothing, I enjoyed the tag gun as one of my favorite technology pieces because it would insert, it was very simple. You know, the annoying plastic things that you can never get out of your clothes when you buy them new. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I would be the guy who'd stick that in there. And it was really fun to use. You have a lot. I think there's a universal <laughs> anger towards you. <laughs> towards me for using the, for repairing the broken tags on a tag. Yeah. But All those right. tags are annoying. I, but it is fun technology. Anyway. So. Uh, can technology go too far? Can I go too far? Sure. Overtakes. Uh, that would be a little bit more into the concept of concept the uh, 
the technology of AI. So I think that development, we've had a lot of major uh, people influences mm-hmm. in our lives, kind of big names we can throw out there. I'm not going to, but we have plenty <laughs> yeah. of big names that I'm sure everyone knows that are starting to either, it's kind of two-sided. One side is like, yes, develop more. This is crazy cool what we can do. And the other side is like, this is terrifying what we're doing. Yeah. So we're going too far. What does that mean in terms of AI? In AI, it means that it can, if AI is being too creative for us, I suppose one could say it is eliminating the, so there again, yes, two sides. It is either eliminating the, um, the, the, the creativity, especially for my industry, media industry, um, the, it's like and you don't need that like if ai can just create stories then there's no point in there's no like but it's, it doesn't have organic to, creativity right but ai is down. artificial and as much as it tries to understand it it could still it could produce a really fun fact like i was just on a like a senior getaway trip uh with my small class of 10 people and the the few parents who came along got to like write a devotional for our group for the evenings. And one of them went with the chat GPT route and mm. it made a couple people like tear up. Like, Oh, it, it, but it doesn't have the human experience. So how can, how can the technology do that? I suppose is a, is a question. What? Yeah. How does it do that? that? That's that's almost well, going too far for me. I don't think the uh, that creative aspect that that AI does is like trying to intention. It well, it's you can tell with ChatGPT as an example. It will state like if you ask it something and it doesn't really know how to answer, it doesn't want to answer. It'll be like, "I'm best for this." So oh, yeah. it is. It will make sure that you know. It will try and get you the best and most comprehensive answer as possible, and it'll be creative. And it will be thorough. So when you ask it to create a devotional, it's not going to give you a bad kind of loose, lame devotional. Right. It'll probably do something. The best it it'll can. It'll try and do the best it can. It's try, It's not trying to be a bad AI. And it's not trying to be a extremely simple. It's trying to be thorough. You can ask it to be simple and it will. Yes. But if you ask it to be very... Um, if you tell it to like increase... Uh, I don't like this, but but if you want to manipulate people's emotions, you can say increase emotional aspects of this demo- devotional yeah. to sound this way, right? So it has that ability. You can kind of turn those dials. The AI itself mm-hmm. doesn't care. Yeah. But in terms of your question of is it going too far, I think we're already at the point where it can be very close to... It can mimic what a person would do, yep. right? So... At that point, yes, what is the point of human creativity when it comes to writing something like that? And what we can say is like, oh, do you have an interest personally? Like if AI can create a story that's 10 times better than a human, why would you want to read the human story? Exactly. And the question, you can be like, oh, well, it's like imagine AI story versus like human generated story. You want the human feel, but like now the human feels inferior Right. So that kills a, I mean, I can't say kills, but it's definitely a huge blow, I bet, to 
um, the writing industry. Right. So that's already probably been suffering in terms of like physical books. But when we go to, it's not only or just writing though, it's art too. Art or blog posts. You or, know of the art generating AI? Did you know that, yeah, there is Dolly, like- Dolly, I think is what it's called. Yeah, I don't know if that's the exact one that people are using, but they you can like, you can like, so my mom is in the food photography business. Um, and I guess people are generating images of food and recipes- with AI like they're like show me a picture of this and like you know eight seconds later AI is like here you go here's your photograph now go off and post it or sell it and claim it as yours I guess is it the because you asked me originally um if it's going too far is it the unregulated aspect of it that's concerning to you or is it the level of like creativity can go or what what's the concerning part to you i think it's fascinating how it does what it does and that's a lot of fun but i think it it needs to have some type of like we we gotta we gotta put a limit on it because well, we don't know how to we've never explored this right, before right i i think it's got to be regulated or i'm not sure it's a really it's a really great area because i hate the idea of everything just being produced by ai like yeah ai isn't really ai can't do the stuff that we don't want it like we don't really want to go and then harvest celery ai can't harvest celery but the things that people do want to do like write stories or take photographs or you know anything in that media industry uh, or marketing or communications or whatever those are the things that ai is starting to come well, the, remember the definition of technology assistance. has to do with assistance, practical fixes or helping to yeah. human life. Not over that time. is it. The AI is a huge, like you could argue this. There's a lot of things that AI can vastly help with efficiency mm-hmm. and helpfulness. It does lots of things for you. You literally ask it things that it would take a person forever to generate. It's every bit of time like dependent like human creation in terms of like writing or like creativity yeah. i say creation creativity right can be that time gets cut down immensely with ai and that's it's somewhat frightening to know how fast information get out i bet there's going to be like a huge like wave of new shows or books oh things oh. that are just incredible yep and it's all going to be Written by AI. Uh, uh, it's a very strange thing to me. You know, thought, yeah. this technology is, I forget who said it. Um, I heard recently, I can't say this as fact, but um, there, there's like some huge name out there who's like, I believe AI is more groundbreaking than the internet was. So internet and its development is already huge. Life before the internet was extremely different. Now the world is very, very dependent mm, on the internet. Yeah. Now imagine this AI thing is probably one of the most exciting things that's happened in my life, I would say, in terms of technology development. Uh, would you say something like that? Yes. I I've, I see. It makes sense. It's unparalleled saying. to me. Yeah. There's nothing like, that... I've never can. seen this much interest in it. Yeah. It's... It's not stop like it's not just like a phase. It's 
like just, it's just getting more almost exponentially and it seemed to like pop up fairly recently in yep. my mind like it, i knew it was always there you think ai and you're like oh the joke of an assistant that google assistant is right and now it's or so siri, much more series like helpful five percent of the time <laughs> yeah so and now it's yeah i wonder if but Apple now chat gpt like, like imagine chat gpt as a virtual assistant that's scary to me that's it would talk to you just conversations unending right it's just a crazy development in technology so unregulated i i guess i can't give a whole lot of insight on what could happen yeah. i don't i don't believe organic inorganic like but I, I don't believe ai has sentience it's never been observed that right anything inorganic can develop such a thing yeah so like okay even like uh what's an example even a rat like has some level of like perception mm-hmm. and knows it needs to do things an ai doesn't think at all it just generates right it just it's a user input output it, it'll create it'll generate but it won't ever think yeah I like I don't know how you can convince me. I, maybe I could be proven otherwise, but it will always be programmed to mimic to look like it's thinking and look like it's generating responses and look like it has a personality, but it won't ever actually be actually yeah. That it is dependent on us and it could technically become independent of us, don't you think? I think so, which is where it gets me. It starts to yeah, you're saying it's like a gray area. It starts to get strange. Yes. Um, Tangent. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I'll just go back to what I was saying earlier. Like, the, it's, it just generates based off of all it knows. And all it knows, ooh, this could be interesting. All it knows is what, like, what humans program it to know. It can't, can it necessarily learn on its own? I don't think so. If you provide it, it resources, though. Yeah. But remember, like if it has no internet connection then it can it's, pretty much just be like it can it's only dependent on what information you give it right it can be a program like you can obviously run programs mm-hmm. off the internet yeah <sighs> it's popping up everywhere i've seen it on grammarly on quora quora queer queer quora Qu- quora yeah quora i don't remember what i was looking up there but like it, it was like, here, this is the AI response for your question. And I was like, I'm seeing an AI boom. Um, although a lot of the companies that say they have this AI, like are trying, you know, there's obviously like a big marketing ploy. Yep. You know, because now AI is like the big thing in news and big thing people, everyone's hearing about. It's this huge new breakthrough. So if they throw AI into everything, then it sounds really cool. It's kind of like you feel a little bit more compelled to buy a car when it has like, this is the sp- Sport package when all it does is like lower your suspension height. Yeah. Like, and you're like, oh, it's the sport. Yeah. This thing's crazy oh, cool. Wow. Like, it's those keywords. The AI that a lot of companies it's a buzzword. Make, it's a buzzword. So when you look, I'm going to uh shame or shameless um throw out a name there, obviously. Yeah. And I don't care because it's a huge corporation, they don't care. So Spotify has their mm. DJ AI. I think the DJ AI is not great. Yep. Um, it's also not a very complicated AI. It does what... Yeah, I mean... It does what Spotify has been doing for years. It's more just like a voice over, over a shuffle. Yeah. 
over a sh- of what it's been doing for years. Right. It, it like jumps from playlist to it playlist. It just adds like and, commentary. Yeah. It's like, you sure, it'll talk and it'll say everything and all the stuff you've listened to and be like, hey, you know, remember what you listened to over here? I'm going to give you a rerun of that. Yeah. I'm pulling up an example. Yeah. I Do you want to pull up an example? Uh, you can do it. I so will, I will gladly. Do I it. find this AI not to be too great. Yeah, but let's let's take a listen from the AI DJ X himself. Hey there, you know me, I'm X, ready as always with music just for you. Up next, I got Birds of Bellwoods, a few other artists like that. Check it out. I don't know if I've ever heard that song before. It just gave me random. It feels like a lot of it's just copy and paste into this pre-made script. Yeah. Here's I got another. a mix of stuff that should sound a lot like what you've been listening to. Something just your vibe. Starting off with this one from Shane and Shane. Sure, Shane so, and Shane is good. But yes, it will, yeah. It's kind it's, of put together. It's it's like it's a buzzword. And obviously when you have a McDonald's ripoff toy of the real toy, it's not going to be as good. Mm-hmm. So I think, yes, the development we have for like, I guess, chat-based learning AIs are the most impressive to me. Yeah. Also, art imaging is crazy cool. big. But like a music mixer, I'm not really compelled to use something like that because I. The the point of it, this technology, is supposed to by its by definitions like help and promote like. I don't know practicality and structure and yeah. help me do things better and I want to use it. That AI I don't like using purely because it's not like I don't really like I don't care for the voice one I don't care for the commentary it makes I've yeah. never wanted someone to tell me what I'm going to listen to next mm. and I don't know why I would yeah uh, especially when you can choose what you're going to listen to I get to, to choose next. what I listen to next I am the intelligence behind it and I personally don't desire for it now something that can like I was trying to think there's a podcast I listened to recently. They were mentioning AI. Like, if how would you want to make, how would you market an AI, Ooh. like to a generation that's older? Oh yeah. And one of the things I found that they mentioned, if go ahead and I was gonna it. say like we had to explain this to someone. Like, how would you explain it? And we just said it's basically if you were to text someone and they had all the answers. Sure. Like. And not market, but like explain. Text someone had the old answers. They can help uh, you out. Ask questions and they will okay. Literally ask it what you want. Ask it, hey, write a story. Yeah. Hey, write a song about hey. this in this format. Like it literally will, ask it. It will do it. It will do it or it will tell you it can't. you need to be more clear or you, you can't. But it doesn't do that often. It will like I'm gonna say what I have in front of me. Write a story about a pack of extra polar ice gum. Next to um, a dragon pen. Next to a dragon pen and how it's affecting this podcast. And it'll do it. Yep. Like, it's not, you're being vague. So, but the <laughs> way you market it to generations, like, it was like saying, what you can do for older people is say, have you, do you want something that can write your emails for you? Mm. Sure. So, if you have a lot of emails to answer, it would be really nice. A lot of it, you're not saying anything too crazy. And you can also, teach it to mimic your tone. It will sound like you yep. and it will provide the answers only you would provide. Mm. If it can't generate something without like, like if you need co- like corporate approval for something, it's not going to just 
say that it has approval. Yeah. But it will respond to 80% of your messages. That would be In nice. your voice, like in your context, your, your style. That's how you do it. That is a huge time save. And you can respond to it. And you can also check up on it if it's like messing stuff up. Right. It's It can answer emails. It can, can be marketed a whole slew of different ways. Yeah. And I guess seeing that, because I, I honestly didn't really consider AI until maybe a year or two ago. Okay. Like I knew of virtual assistants, but I didn't realize how crazy good chatbots they were going to be. Yeah. And I didn't realize how fast they would like evolve in their abilities. It's been fat. The latest version of chat GPT last, last time we recorded, it gave us a full on like question and answer back and forth script. Three minutes of our podcast. It, but it took 10 seconds to generate it. Yep. So it definitely saves on efficiency. Mm-hmm. So as much as we can talk about AI, I do want to try uh, Something else. a few different topics. Other so technologies. Technology. The point of this episode is just to discuss our, our thoughts, right? Yep. And kind of check in on like where might, where might technology be going next? I always like those kinds of questions. Okay. Before we move on from AI then, what will AI move on to doing next mm. in your mind? There's yeah. already, I don't know if you know about this, but there's, I'm not on it, but I have a couple of friends who are on Snapchat and there's like an AI Snapchat that you can like, like you can literally Snapchat with AI, like take a picture of, of yourself doing something and it won't send pictures back, but it will like say, oh, it looks like you're having fun doing A, B, and C. What's the weather like there? And then you can send a picture of the weather and like, if you're that bored, wow. Like, <laughs> don't, yeah, Snapchat AI bot. That's what that is. Continue. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, I could see it continuing to go in other ways. Like, obviously, that's basic messaging AI program. Like, we could do that on Bing or GPT or. But what's the thought behind doing that? It can socialize. It's socialize, yes. Try to connect with humans and. And be, be like humans, perhaps. Well, it's trying to mimic, right? It's, it's just fulfilling the purpose of what it was programmed to do. Yeah, but when it's when the mimicking becomes so close and basically like indistinguishable, then that like hesitancy almost goes down because you almost start to generate a connection, right? Ooh, like, yeah. To me, like I. I can I would play with an AI like that, just like see what it'll do. Uh-huh. Have it answer specific stuff. I'll experiment. I'll talk to it normally. Throw a couple, you know, rings at it. Yeah. But I don't feel personally like a uh a want to go back and talk to it. Cause I know it actually has no care. Yeah. And it'll act like it'll act it'll get as close as it can. Mm-hmm. It'll try and act like it cares. But it doesn't. Yep. It can't. But at some point that like line will become indistinguishable, right? Yes. Imagine we get to the point where there's like, imagine a FaceTime call and with you go through a FaceTime call with people at work, like four, let's say four different people. And then at the end, they reveal to you one of them was an AI and it was, it looked like a normal person talking mm-hmm. the entire time. Like, how would you feel? I manipulated. <laughs> like if you don't know that, <laughs> Yeah. What if one of your friends online is literally just an AI? That would be... Oh, 
unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, because you can you you'll miss out on the aspect of it physically being there. Yep. Could that be a development? Do you think they could? Well, you could develop. Robot. You can develop things online for sure, and then and then if it turns out to be fake like that, it's almost like when you're watching a show and you develop like you feel like you're a part of it or like you like you're watching a show and you relate to the characters and you start um like it's almost like the characters are your friends and then and then then like you want to go back to it that's one of the draws to television but then then they're not then it's just it's all behind a screen and they're not fake but that's kind of a that's a way I could put AI to be like, like a, yeah. Uh, I I'm not asking for a time frame, but what about the possibility of humanoid or just human looking robots? Uh, well, imagine. Okay, I'm, this is extreme, obviously, but yeah. I'm an AI. I'm a robot. I don't think so. Like, you don't I think don't, it'll happen, or you don't like? I I'm don't not asking for a time. Frame. I know. I don't think that is. I don't know, and maybe I'm wrong. Stranger things have happened, but maybe I'm. I'm thinking that's not a place. That, ooh, is it not a place you want to go? Like it's not a place just, I want to think about. Someone obviously might, don't want to think about it, but do you think it's possible? It's possible. It's definitely unnerving. Someone might hire like, like you could hire a company to send you an AI friend. We want for a perfect a day. worker. That too, like to work in the salary fields. Yeah, it'd be fine. You, AI can you, take up salary fields. I don't AI mind that. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's definitely a futuristic thought. I hope there are not human robot AI. What if it can help? If it can help, then it's really, it fits under the definition of technology, but you don't have to like all technology. I th- I think with that, like, that that human AI. This is one thing I think. Not human AI. That's an oxymoron. That robot that is looks like a human. It will never be able to experience what a human can. And humans will then stop experiencing working in the field all day. And then, oh, let's go take a refreshing jump in the pool. But what if you just accept that? Like, yeah, I know this thing's not real, but I'm going to ignore that because I need a social. I need some social like lifeline right now. So I'm going to talk to this AI because I have absolutely no one else to talk to. It could be helpful. And it can be close. It could be helpful. I don't like it, but it could it could be there. Yeah. I could see someone making money on that. An AI friend. Uh, you know what your phone does? AI friend. Your phone is your AI friend. Yeah. You literally it's very it's you're not inseparable, but it's very difficult now. It's, yep. Oh, sorry. Now I imagine on there. Now imagine your mobile phone as a person who walk around and be super and nice. Just be your with you. your favorite, like like an ideal person. You can even program imperfection into this thing mm. to get annoyed at you sometimes or whatever. Yeah. You make a. You a, make a friend. You make a friend. It's <laughs> so like it's very it, that line starts to get. Like it's, I don't know at what point we should stop, because if it helps, then why stop? And a lot of it's like industry based. I think that'll like destroy a bunch of jobs. Yeah, I don't know. It's an aggravating conversation for me. Onto an easier point. 
Easier point. So AI, done. Check that off the list. It only took up half the show, so... <laughs> Let's uh, go over a couple simpler ones. Simpler. How about ones. developments in Apple, specifically its Mac lineup? Its Mac lineup? I don't know. I think they should get rid of the 13-inch. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the Air? Yeah. No, the 13-inch the Pro. They don't have the 13-inch really? Pro anymore. I Not in 2022. They, only, they have 14 and 16 now. Oh, good. Or in I, 2023. I already forgot what year it was. Anyway. I thought they still had that one. The 13 Pro is discontinued in 21. Really? 20. Because I'm pretty sure I can buy one. You can buy one, but it's technically a 2020. With the, but it's got the M2 chip in it. Not the M2 Pro or the M2. M2 is an Air. Or is that in the Air? The Air is 13 inches, and it has the M2. Anyway. If you want a Pro, you'll have to get a Pro Mac. Um, yeah. I, which is what I'm going to. Anyway, what about there? Yeah, right here. Mac Pro, MacBook Pro. 13-inch. Specifically, I don't know how much you've experienced new MacBook it Pro. Exists. New M2 makes the 13-inch Pro. I didn't even know they made it. Yeah, it's still like I the older 2020 body. I don't like it. So, anyway. <laughs> so their new lineup, though, starts to look a little different. I don't know if you noticed. So. so they went from the Air style where it's... Do you remember the M1 MacBook Airs? No, I have not ever touched one. Well, I guess I interact with those a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, tell me, though. But they changed the design, design scheme a little bit. So for a while, do you, do you remember oh. the butterfly keyboards? I remember there was a whole problem with that. Those keyboards are junk. Yeah. So they were making this computer. They weren't really following like um, consumer advice, and they are just making their own, you know, pro MacBook. It does this, this, and this. But people were like, oh, the keyboard's bad. It has one Type-C port that I have to have a dongle for. I really want this, this, and this. The uh, screen is too small, and the keyboard is bad. Like, starting to have complaints. But now they listened. They put a higher refresh rate display in. The body is thicker, but that's because it has some better specs, and it fits. It has your Type-A ports, yeah. and it has, a bil- it has an HDMI. It has a headphone jack. Yep. It has Thunderbolt 4, I think. Yeah. It has all the ports that people requested, and the keyboard's good, and it looks nice, and they did software changes. There you go. But there's a caveat. It's dying in sales. Mm. How come? I don't know. And Maybe I think, it's I because think they're into they're, they. You can get an iPad with with that's almost half as good. I would think. I would say iPads That's are very, very good. They actually uh, came out with, um, oh, what's the software? Uh, what, what do you Final use? Cut. They put Final, yeah, Cut, Final Pro Cut on, on an iPad. iPad. I want to try that. <laughs> so you can do that now. And imagine you have your stencil or you have the keyboard folio that they offer for way too and high. <laughs> so um, iPad price. Yeah. So anyway, now you're starting to get something. You have Final Cut Pro on your iPad. Now, that is a huge Convenience. thing, I would say. Yeah. Uh, they did change the pricing because now it's like, I think it's $5 a month for Eternity instead of just buying the software. Right. Well, for iPad, I think it's 5 a month for Eternity. But if you like, which is, which if you just get the software, it's for your regular $300 on your computer. Then for the iPad, an extra 5 a month because, I mean... I would, that's something that I would feel like I would only use practically, like on the road. Like, oh, uh, 
for some weird reason, I got an iPad and desktop instead of a laptop. So my desktop computer sits at home, and I'm going on a trip, and I need to work. So I'm going to bring my iPad. Going to spend that extra five dollars for the month, and I'm going to edit there. I don't know. That might be. That would be so, you a little bit pricing. more in your realm. Yes. What is your? But that's your kind of your thoughts yeah. on it. Yeah. That's yeah. I think it's. Could it replace a MacBook? I think that's what they're trying to do, but I don't think it well, I don't could think, eternally. I don't think they can change no. it. One thing about the um, but the, it does make it more appealing. Yes. One thing about yeah, it does. One thing about the Macity MacBook versus the iPad is the MacBook. It has your computer like on the bottom, but then the iPad is like you need you need a sturdy desk for the iPad. You can't really just. Like it, it feels like it would be a burden to have your computer weighted part up top where you're. It just it doesn't. I don't like that part of it. That's the big turnaway, and the extra five hundred dollar keyboard. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely expensive. But back to um, the sales decline. I yeah, don't, I why? don't think it is. I'm I'm speculating, but there's been quite a people who've been suspicious of this too. It's because Apple Silicon M1, M2, their performance, like the jump from Intel to Apple Silicon was a huge jump. Yes. M1 did good. Yep. Right? So this thing is performing well. Marquez Brownlee, a huge technology guy mm-hmm. on YouTube, like gigantic. Yep. He didn't upgrade from the M1 Pro to the M2 Pro because the difference was negligible. It was like, it's like a 7% difference, but he did, he did his, he didn't even recommend upgrading because there's no point. It's yeah. because it's not because the performance is necessarily bad. It's oh. it's good. The problem is people don't need to. People don't need to make an upgrade. It's a good like yeah. four or five year increment now. Exactly. Is what you're so Ooh. so the problem. Is, mm. So it's a strange like line for like a company to be like, okay, we want to improve our product for our consumers. We're going to listen to them and make a product. Great. Why is way less people? Why are way less people buying it? Because they. It's and it's improved. not the hardware. The hardware has been fixed. It's because now the performance difference is negligible. Yes. So now people want to upgrade less often. Does that mean you want to not make the hardware changes? No, because there's going to be people from four years ago now that want this new thing. Right, and that's there's there's like the the or they're going to the, want the one. That came out last year. That's seven percent slower, but it's almost the exact same. It's going to be ninety percent faster than the one they have now for one hundred and fifty bucks less. Yeah. Um, well, I think this is where they could like they don't. You don't need to upgrade your Mac every year. That is that is now you have way that too is much known. money. That can. is if you yeah. Please don't upgrade your Mac every year. Seven years, maybe at the most, maybe five. I don't know. Personally, after seeing stuff, I would recommend every four or five okay. from now. If you have a MacBook from 2015, get rid of it, please. That's yeah. My get mom's like 2017 plus, I would say, and you'll be set. My mom's got one from 2015. We're going in a couple of weeks to get brand new Good. MacBooks. Uh, M2 or yeah, the M2 Pro chip. Yep, but the, the Air. No, the Pros. The oh, MacBook the Pro. Pros. Oh, M2 Pro chip. Yes, M2 chip. So. Like they have crazy specs and stuff that'll last us for another maybe five years. the The thing is, though, in the next five years, MacBooks are going to slowly build up to getting better. But the people who bought one four years ago are going to buy one next year, 
and that'll be 10 times better than what they have now, but only 7% better from what I just bought. Right. So I think it's like you're starting to notice the technological jumps are getting smaller. That's why I think yeah. AI is attractive. Ooh. Now, oh, think full about, circle there. Yeah. Think about phones. Have you noticed phones generally like for a while it was like we hate bezel. We want to get rid of the bezels and yep. stuff. We have phones. The screens are perfect on them now, right? We've optimized. We yep. just come out with new iterations. Performance is it's still better every year, mm-hmm. but those increments aren't tiny. There's no huge feature anymore. And phones have gen- like if you take the last iPhones going back to the iPhone X or whatever, iPhone 10 in yep. 2017. Yeah. They obviously they don't look the exact same and they're going to be a little faster now, but they look they, pretty close. They look about the same. Yeah. And they perform pretty close. Mm-hmm. Like if you picked up an iPhone 10 right now, I don't think you'd be disappointed with the performance. I would agree with that statement. So phones are becoming a lot harder to, I don't know necessarily mean sell, but I think people realize they can keep stuff for longer now. Your phone, you don't have to go get a new phone every single time it's released. But they want you to. They want you to. The problem to. is, what can That's they do to convince you now? Your anymore. phone's fine. The Apple put the same chip in their new phone as the last phone. Why would you upgrade? Angry. So that I can get better pictures. What's strange about all this is I don't even have an iPhone. Yeah, <laughs> you know so much about technology because that's where you work. Yeah, I'm I'm a Pixel phone guy, iPhone. Yeah. I'm, I like my Pixel. Remember... Remember for phones, sorry, I cut you off. For phones, back when they were trying to get the skinniest phone possible. I remember And it that. was like, this one is now skinnier than the last one. This one was skinnier than the last one. Yeah, but then the battery life was like two hours. Yeah, and now they're just back to making chunky phones.